Welcome to Winning with the Burns, a podcast for highly ambitious people who have a burning desire to learn what it takes to win at a high level. All right, guys, welcome to Winning with the Burns today. Um, You know, our last few podcasts, uh, we don't really talk about our business a whole lot, but today we're just going to open it up and, and talk shop about, you know, what it is that we do. we got a young guy that has come on board and just is absolutely killing it. Uh, when I say killing it, killing it. Uh, he graduated from college in May. He's an ex-college basketball player, and uh, we're just going to go back and forth today and, and and talk about what we do, some of the ups and downs that he ha- has had in the first 90 days of the business. So hopefully, you know, if you've got some interest in what we do, um, you know, hopefully you'll learn today and, and reach out to us about what we do. But Mina, um, dude, you, you started out, you know, early June. You started out a little part-time yeah. while you were finishing up school. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about your background, <clears throat> how you ended up here in LaGrange, and then how you got into the business. Yeah, so I'm originally from Orlando, Florida, a little town called Claremont. Um, I came over here to play basketball at LaGrange College, uh, played there for a few years, uh, finished with two degrees, graduated my second this past May. Um, so how I got into this business, um, a couple different instances because JB knows too. Um, I met up with Lincoln. We got some drinks or something on a Friday, and I pretty much forced him to t- give me a meeting with with you guys, you and JB. I was seeing him travel on Snapchat and living a good life, going to Cali and everything like that. And I was just like, well, I need to know what you do. I thought he did something in his profession with his degree. Um, I think he has a psychology major. Um, but he's like, no, I do this and that. So I kind of forced him to let me have a meeting with JB. And then after that, I took the meeting with JB in this um, right here where we're at right now. And um, I want to say it's around coming up on a year. I think it was last October. Um, so I sat on it for a little bit. I was still busy with basketball and school and everything. And then I got into the course around November-ish, finished it in December um, came in part-time in January. Um, so once I went part-time in January, I was in here, I think, two or three times a week, um, transitioning from um, college over to this. And then I told myself, once I graduate, I got to go full-time in May. So it was like the second week of May I went full-time. Yeah, and it's, you know, when you went full-time, you know, were, were you nervous going full-time? From a money aspect, yeah. I was. Nervous? No. I I was doing it from January to April. I still don't know too much about what I'm doing, like you always say, but um, I just kind of believed into my work ethic. I was just like, if I just put my work in, no matter the results, something will come about it. So no matter how hard I prepare, how hard I work, something will have to come about it. I can't go zeros across the board. So Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, like right there, we could cut and just stop and pause <clears throat> because I think that's what – that's probably – the biggest thing that holds people back, I know in our industry, and it's, it's, it correlates to every other other industry, is work ethic. You know, this business, I really believe, I like to use the word, the, the three words, no talent code. You don't have to have talent to be in our business. You don't have to have any sales background whatsoever. You definitely mm-hmm. don't have to have any insurance experience. We would rather you not have insurance experience to come on board and do what we do. But the leaderboard, I mean, you know, we, we have a leaderboard that you can click on it any hour, yeah. any any second of the day and see, you know, where where you are standing with, with everybody else. And, you know, it's the ones that at the top of the leaderboard are the ones that just put in the time. You know, it is virtual sales. I mean, it's called sales, but we don't do a lot of selling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally you're, you're calling an appointment, you're booking an appointment, from a qualified lead. We're not doing any cold calls here. When you showed up, we didn't say, oh, Mina, give me a list of your 25 closest friends and family, and then me and JB go write them insurance and give you a little commission off of it. Mm-hmm. No, you work qualified leads here. You call them, you book the appointment, and then you present to them the options that are available to them. You know, and and, and if you do that enough times, you know, success mm-hmm. is a numbers game. You do that enough, you're going to run into the ones that need it, you know, and – but I think that's one attribute that you have is you go to work. You know, you are a gym rat with this business. You, you think about it all the time. You know, you've, you, you're somewhat falling in love with the business, and, and it's, paying di- it. it's paying dividends for yeah. you. The reason why, so I texted, I think, JB this morning, and I asked you later today. I was just like, is there anywhere I can get on the call? And the reason why is because last night I saw a TikTok, and it's about young individuals that are in the business a different business, but it's in, um, you know, virtual sales. And they all just said their numbers. So I was like, 
how else can you attract somebody outside of numbers? Like, of course, anybody can do a number, but it's more of a mindset. So I'm like, I can do something different and carve a different pathway. And so let me, you know, hit up Nick and JB, try to get on here, um, cut something up that makes a lot more sense rather than just, oh, this person made 20 grand. You want me to show you how to do it? Come do this. Yeah. It's more of a, you know, speaking, speaking into somebody with a mindset. Um, like you guys feed into me all the time. That, that's what really has me where I am today. So yeah, your, your mindset in, in anything that you do is, is really is everything. You, you gotta have the proper mindset, you know, cause there's going to be days where you're going to get kicked. You know, there's going to be days where, you know, you're, you'll look around and be like, what am I doing? You know, and then there'll be days where you just walk around with your chest up and say, you know, I can't do no wrong. And, and, and that's, that's what winning is. You know, mm-hmm. it, it'll, it'll tease you, it'll flirt with you and then it'll walk away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you've done very well early on and, and I do cut up with you. I was like, man, you don't even know what you're doing yet, but, <laughs> I don't. but what you're doing is you're yeah. coachable. That's, that's one of the biggest things that you have to have is you got to go to work. And you got to be coachable. You know, we're not telling people stuff just to hear ourselves talk. You know, we're telling people to to eliminate the roadblocks that they'll have down the road if if, if you'll just listen. So listen, be coachable, and man, and simply go to work. Yeah, no, I agree. Cause I was telling one of my other agents I brought in, um, 75 percent is no, and it's the same with just like you said, it's a numbers game, sports. Um, batting averages, three-point percentage, everything. They only make three out of every 10 shots, four out of every 10 shots. So that 30%, 40% is where you see, you know, your gain, how much money you make and everything like that. And I try to explain it to them because people think doing this, you can go 10 for 10 or 8 for 10, 9 for 10. And that you could, but it takes it's something like You could, you, then you're going over 15. Yeah, you exactly. And, and you should expect it coming. Like this week I've had a, a, a decent week, I would say. But last August, I had one of my best weeks, and I was just expecting expecting a bad week to come because it's just the numbers. Not trying to be negative, it's just the numbers. So, yeah. Um, that's kind of mentality I try to tell people to come in this with. Um, I kind of want to know what motivates like the both of you guys when you walk through the doors every day, or how do you deal with um, negative people talking or just not having a good day? How do you deal with it when you guys walk in with your motivation to? I got I got a lot that motivates me on a daily basis, you know, um, you know, I, you know, a lot of people that, you know, ha- have ran their mouth, uh, you know, about me personally, you know, um, we were asleep, man, we were asleep for a few years. I mean, we had a lot of success early on in this business and success will rock you to sleep. It will. It, it'll make you feel entitled. It'll make you feel like you've arrived. <laughs> You know, and um, I fell asleep for a few years just going through the motions. And and as we know, what going through the motions will do, man, it's just a matter of time before you pay for it <clears throat> later on down the road. And um, no, I know what we can do in this business, and I know at the level that we can do for it. But, you know, I, I was listening to a guy, JB, just, just recently, and he was talking about one reason why people get seduced by success is they forget what it took to win. You know, they, they overlook the things that they did every single day that allowed that success. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's the warning I would have for you today, Mina, is you've had so much success, you know, June, July, August, you know, I mean, you're depositing, you know, five plus figures in the bank and on a monthly basis. But don't ever forget what it takes every single day to wake up and, and do this business. I mean, you need to take time off. You need, you know, you went on a cruise recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you need to take time off. Um, but we're not talking, we're not working six and a half, seven <laughs> days a week. You know, if you can just lock in for those three, four days a week in what we do, you know, and do the, the, the basics and the basics in our businesses is picking up that lead, making a phone call, you know, sitting on that appointment and then sharing the opportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of people want to come in and just sell, which is fine. You can make a really good living selling, but the big picture is, is team building. Mina, you know, you come from an entrepreneur background. So talk about, and I did not know this when we first met, mm-hmm. and because I could see the the wheel spinning in your eyes about, because you looked at it as a business. You didn't look at it as, I want to be a salesman. I want to come in and just sell life insurance. You didn't look at it that way. You looked at it as building a business. But talk about the background and you had that foundation instilled in you at home from an entrepreneur mindset. So talk about your parents coming over 
I think in the eighties, I think you said mm-hmm. into Florida and, or maybe Texas, but I don't want to mess up the story, but talk about no, how good. they instilled in you to not ever work for someone else, like work yeah. for yourself. Yeah. So basically what keeps me humble is my parents because my dad came across the country to start a life. I I can tell you right now, me right now, there's no chance. Like, what do I have to, I, I have nothing to do with that. How could I do that? So he came across, I think he had like 10, 15 grand in the bank, came over to Texas, um, ran a couple of businesses. Um, he was in, worked on a lot of cars. Um, so he had a mechanic shop and then he had a, um, a bunch of different stations around the country um, where the state really um, pretty much to get him going. Um, but like I said, he came across the country and did something like, that's very bold. So why can't I go through an insurance course and get my license? Like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm literally sitting here, I'm talking to people. I'm not like, you guys drove around the country and back before COVID and you guys would write policies. So even compared to that, I'm just like, if he's doing that, we have the same last name, I can do it too. Um, so uh, once he told me that, it kind of showed me like I have to get everything on my own. So they always try to help me and I'm like, I don't need help. I want to get on my own. I want to learn if I fail. Like I want to learn from it. I don't want you guys to pick me up type deal um, unless it's really bad. But um, he always taught me, my parents always told me like, you don't want to work for anybody else. There's nothing in it. Like you're making, um, I saw it on social media, you're making their dream come true type of deal. So he's like, you don't, it's pocket change is what he calls it. He's like, you don't want to work for 40 hours and make a couple hundred bucks a week. Like you could do your own thing and, and really take over the world is what he would be telling me. Uh, so that's my humble motivation. Like he always motivates me even when we don't talk all the time. Um, like, cause we're just so busy. He's still working now, he retired and he got bored and want to get back into business. So like, I'll go down there and visit him and see him and, and he'll call me and we'll cut it up. Like, how much did you make today? How much did you make today type deal? And so um, he always keeps me humble because like I said, I could never move across the country, and it's insane. So. Does, he, does he know what you're doing? I mean, does, he he does. Know, does he know this, the success that you've had? Yeah. What does he say? So he'll be like, that's good. Keep going and keep saving it because he's, he's, he's seen seven, eight figures. Like, he's seen it, but he's just like, I've also seen people lose it. Like, I've seen a lot of people that just like that. Like you can have it just like this, and you can lose it just like that. So he's like, make sure you save your money. Um, save, be smart with how you spend your money. Um, only spend money on your necessities. So, is that man, why you're so tight, payment. man? <laughs> that, that's exactly why. Like bills, gas when I need it, groceries. Like that's exactly where I learned it from. So well, you can finally fill up on gas. The governor just passed something <laughs> for the next thirty days. No tax on gas. So yeah. you, you can go fill up on gas. It hasn't went down yet. I haven't seen it. <laughs> but, but no, no. To your point, you know, it, you're, what your dad was saying is, you know. It, it's, it's under the concept of if you don't take a chance, you'll end up working for somebody that did take a chance, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you took a shot at this business. And what I love about this business, man, is we don't work for nobody. You work for yourself. Now, we're all partners in the deal and, and we mentor and we help each other, but nobody works for anybody. You're your own boss. You're your own yeah. CEO. You're an entrepreneur. You're really not an entrepreneur. You're an intrepreneur, you know, and an entrepreneur is somebody that is in a business that's already established and they own their own business within that. Now, an entrepreneur starts out their own business. You mm-hmm. know, so we're all entrepreneurs in a business model that's built for our success. You know, our platform is designed to for you to come in and, and, and make really good money from the sales side, have opportunity to build a team, make an override, and then our company that we're within, they pay you for building a the team. They pay you yeah. a bonus. I got you. So I do have questions for the both of you guys. I want to pick apart your, uh, your guys' minds, how you got to this point. Um, kind of want to, like I said, mentally, um, how much of this business is mental, um, like your mindset, like when you go into say an appointment or to get your license or anything like that for somebody that's first coming in, um, uh, cause I don't want them to over underestimate and have too much on their plate. Um, mentally, like the mental side, how much of that is put into this business? You'd say, you know, I, I just, I look back. And, and I think about how much I didn't know when I signed up to to take my course. You know, I had to go. I was working a full-time job, and I had to go two days a week, twice, back-to-back weekends to, to do my 40-hour course. It was on a Friday and Saturday, Friday and Saturday. 
And I had to take off work those Fridays to go do it. And I look back at it, and I realized how much I didn't know. Like there was a guy in, the, in, in school. And so when I got into the business, I knew I was all in with it. I didn't know what type of insurance we were selling. I just knew what I what, what I was told I could make from a financial aspect. And, and also the most important piece was my time. I knew that I wasn't going to be putting in the amount of hours I was at my regular job. So and I can just correlate it to how my thought process was then. And I'll never forget there was a guy in there who said, like, what type of insurance are you going to be selling? I was like, I don't know. All I know is I'm going to be making about $1,500 a week. <laughs> he was like, son – you need to be very careful. You need to know what type of insurance you're going to be selling. And like he planted a seed of doubt in my yeah. mind. I was like, man, what's man? This is an older guy, you know. I respected him, and um, I was like, man, I, I don't know, you know. I just had in my mind, I'm doing this. I got to knock the course out so I can go make money. And so, I, I don't think you need to overthink it. You know, you you got to be in business with the right people. Your relationships is everything. Um, being in business with the right folks, we got so, we got so much good going right now. Somebody can get on one of our calls and see the type of people that are winning on a consistent basis. That ought to sell them enough. But I just know how I was. I was like, I'm in, you know. So I got to get this course knocked out so I can start making money. I, I think the right people will have that mentality. I think the ones that overthink it, that are you know worried about this worried about that, you know, I just, I don't think they'll ever think out. I think I just had a one track mind of I'm all in with it and I'm going to get the course knocked out so I can go make some money. Yeah. I fully understand that. What, I want to know your side of it too, JB. Well, you, you said it you earlier. See? You said it. I had belief in my work ethic. Yeah. You had belief. That's what it boils down to is do you believe what you're doing is going to be right for you? Regardless if someone says you really want to sell Regardless if someone says, you really want to be straight commission? Regardless if someone says, man, I don't know about that. You better find out what you're going to be. Like, if you can be taught out of it, it wasn't for you. So it, it went back to the belief level. So mindsets for us is everything. Like if you don't believe in it, number one, you don't believe in yourself, it ain't going to work. Then number two, if you don't believe in the model that you're doing, which obviously I'm a little biased, but I feel like we have the absolute best sales model and promote yourself model in the industry bar none because there's nobody that invests time in the agents like we do because we understand what it's like to not have help we understand what it's like to have a chargeback we understand what it's like we're not so far separated from that because we're in the fight every day still selling mm -hmm. that way we can help we had to learn the virtual so that has put us back in the game to where we know what it's like to get hit in the mouth so we can meet people where they're at not where we want them to be yeah we're not talking about what we did 10, 15 years ago. We're talking no. about what we did today. You know, I, when I first got into it, my mother-in-law, um, I was about to get engaged. I wasn't engaged yet. So it was, it was my – well, she wasn't my mother-in-law then, but she's my mother-in-law now. She actually sat me down when she found out I was getting into the insurance business. Really? I was like, Nick, are you sure you want to do this? You've got a good job. You've got health insurance, you know. So you'll have people along the way that will – try to talk you out of it and to jb's point man if somebody can talk you out of it yeah. you don't need to be here yeah. you know it, it's it's a belief level you know there was a um i may get in trouble for saying this but there was a high school coach a local high school coach um that came you know here 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 to lagrange and i thought the guy was an idiot i did i mean i saw him run a practice i saw the way he talked to the kids i saw where he was previously i was like man this guy is never going to make it and i was telling one of my mentors um I was like, man, this guy ain't going to make it. And he stopped me. He said, you may not think he's a good coach. He said, heck, I might not even think he's a good coach. But if those players believe in him, they'll start winning. You know? And so the power of belief is everything. You know, we've got belief systems. We all have certain belief systems. What you believe matters. And the moment you lose belief – it's just a matter of time for negative things to, to happen. It's like me and JB were talking earlier about a lead. Man, if somebody can believe in a lead, no matter how good or how bad that lead is, they'll have success off that lead because their belief is in it, you know, and belief is one thing. So I think when people can come on, they can believe in it, and you know, and we have, we have great um, examples for people to believe every day. There's a leaderboard. There's calls every day. You know, they see the success 
of individuals, you know. So, um, but I think belief is is really a huge attribute for somebody to to make it in this business. You got to yeah. have belief. Yeah, and that was that was gonna roll into my next real smooth about how athletes are so good in this business. Um, kind of talk about well, one, why they're so good at it, uh, and two, um, the mental aspect you just explained how it correlates to an athlete playing a sport or um, why it correlates so well to this business as well. Yeah, I think an ex-athlete, especially an ex-college athlete, you know, they have the attributes to be successful in this business because typically if you go to, to the next level, whether it be, you know, NAI, D3, JUCO, D2, D1 um, athletics, you were probably pretty good on your high school team. You know, you, you grew up, you were good on your rec teams. You know, you, you got to play at, at the high school level. You you're one of the top people on your team, whatever sport you played. But when you get to college, it's a whole different ball game. You know, you got guys that are as good and guys that are better than you and guys that freaking outwork you, you know. So reality comes. You know, you realize you're not as good as you thought you were. And – I think those that, that get kicked a little bit in college or even have success at college, they know how to compete. You know, if you know how to compete and you know how to put in the time and work uh, and, and you're coachable, again, we're back to that coachable word, you know, coachable and, and, and put have a work ethic, I think those are big attributes for you to have success. Yeah, I was, uh, I was talking to one of my good friends and um, we were talking about how we don't, I was like, I'm good. I don't. I wouldn't want to bring in a star player. I'd rather bring in a role player, somebody else know what it's like to give around to their team. Um, of course, star players are good, but some of them work hard to get where they're at. Other of them is just natural. And like for this business, I don't think. Do you think of a lot of it is natural? I think it's more just working hard. Like it's work, it's, it's work ethic. Yeah, I yeah. mean, ta- talent talent may give you a little bit more of an edge sometimes if you work. Um, but again, it goes back to that no talent code. I mean, yeah. God, I can tell, I can write down a list of people that when they walked in the door, I was like, I don't think they're gonna make it. Heck, you were one of them, you know. Oh, I sure was. You know, I told I told JB, I was like, man, I don't know, <laughs> JB I don't know, man. Y'all did it. Yeah, yeah, you that. trimmed up that beard finally, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, you, you you again, you can't go back to judge what's in somebody. But I, I can write down a list of people that. Man, they're never going to make it. And fast forward 18 months, two years, they're top 10 in the company because they go to work. You know, you, they have more shots. They have more at-bats. You know, that's all That's all the leaderboard is, is people that have the most appointments. At the mm-hmm. end of the week, the people that are on the leaderboard when it comes to applications, those are the ones that have the most appointments, and they're consistent with it. Yeah. So you guys both did door-to-door, which I would probably never do. I'm just going to be honest with you, that's insane. How do you talk about, like, the virtual process now and how important – would you go back to door-to-door? If just, I had to, if know, I just, had to, I would. But because of the efficiency of us being virtual now to where we're not confined to a geographical location, we're not – our paycheck is not dependent on the gas prices and inflation and all that mess, we're just more efficient now. But if we had to go back face-to-face, you know – I just think that winners are going to win it no matter what. Yeah. You're going to figure it out. But yeah. I think that for us now, again, it's more efficient to where I can help a family out in Michigan. I can help a family in Texas. I don't have to drive to see them face-to-face. Just more efficiency. Yeah. I can see more people in a day and a half than it would take me three or four days going face-to-face. That's all it is. Yeah. It's it's it, it goes back to you don't know what you don't know. We didn't – I mean – even when COVID hit and I, and I heard about people doing it virtually, I was like, man, there's no way the people I saw face-to-face are yeah. going to get on video, yeah. you know? <clears throat> but it, it's just a, another tool to use, as JB said, to, to make it more efficient. You still got to go to work, mm-hmm. you know? You still have to meet with the people. That's all door-to-door was. You had to knock on enough doors. And once you got in the door, you know, it was about a 60% closing rate. Same thing yeah. with this. If you sit with them, it's about a 50 to 60% close rate. The numbers are the same. Mm-hmm. It's just booking the appointments and sitting with them. It's just, yeah. again, it's it's the principles of, of winning are, are the same across the board. They're, they'll never go away. You know, you, you got to put in the time. Yeah. And as far as like the virtual, 
because you guys have gotten a lot better. You've ramped up the social media aspect. Um, talk about, especially in this day and age, how important um, as far as building a team is the social media aspect because I was one of them. I guess I was in between. I'm not big with social media and I'm still learning, but um, kind of like building a team through social media and how important that is. It's just marketing. So marketing is just introducing yourself to the world. You know, you can have the best product out there, but if nobody knows what you're doing, what good is being the best at what you do? So we're just trying to use technology to catapult it, to reach people that we probably would not have normally reached. You know, and I still believe that our business is relationships. So you can develop more relationships across social media, but people are not going to look at my social media and say, hey, I want to I wanna talk to JB. Like they see stuff, they see that we're real, they see the, the results that we're getting, then that might attract them, and then we develop a relationship. I, again, I still believe that our business is relationship-based. I mean, I had a guy tell me years ago, he said, JB, your net worth will never be larger than your network. You have to network and you have to build relationships. And social media is just a platform, again, just to allow us to meet more people, people that I might be, maybe normally would not have met that I can introduce myself to and get to know them. So basically you're saying it's easier. No, like we no, have not, no, it's not, not easier. Not easier. I'm saying you have the tools in your hands. So if I were to bring somebody on onto my team, they have the tools in their hand, hands. They obviously have to use them. But instead of back before, to say COVID, and you guys are door knocking, it's virtual. Um, you have social media you can use to help build a team. So the tools are a lot more attainable. They just would have to work pretty much is what you're saying. I think what we do is we have all the resources in the world for someone to go win at the level that they're willing to go win at. They just have to be resourceful, mm -hmm. period. Yeah. So we have the tools or resources to plug them in to get to wherever they want to go they just have to be resourceful. They're the ones that have to go work. That's why we love college athletes, because they're used to being disciplined, showing up at a workout. They're used to having that work ethic. They're fighting to get to the next level, because the next level, they know that they get paid on a performance. That's why I love being straight commission, because now these athletes can get paid on a performance and not a position. It's like, oh, I didn't come in at the right time in this, you know, business here so i'm going to go to this other business because i got to go play these political games and hopefully that person i can snuggle up take them out to lunch and they'll promote me because they like me with us it's results based you go out and perform at a high level you get paid very well and you up your compensation i i don't dictate how much money you make i don't dictate what your compensation is going to be you do right so it's about ownership that's one of our core values is taking ownership of your business, your life. That's why college athletes do very well because they're used to working at something and having some delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. um, what do you guys, what, what would you tell somebody my age? Um, because I'm trying to build a team of younger, the younger generation. What would you guys tell somebody uh, my age that wants to get into this or they have like a, a young entrepreneur mindset uh, what do you think would attract them or what would, you know, kind of bring them into the business? What is like some advice you would give them? Well, what would attract them or what advice would I give them? Uh, both. Both. Hit on both. I, I think I think some of the younger guys are attracted to, to success. You know, you, you, you we always have people we look up to, no matter what age you are. And I think if they can see somebody, um, you know, that, that they can see themselves being you know, that they'll, they'll chase after that, you know? So I think that may be an attraction factor. Um, the, the advice I would give them is be coachable. <laughs> Go to work. Again, yeah. it don't, it don't change. Yeah. Like it's, it's really simple. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be coachable. I mean, because we coach hard here. We coach very hard, you know? Um, like, I mean, you've asked me a couple of questions about why'd you do that? You know, <laughs> you know, but it, it's, it's, but we're telling you the truth, yeah. you know, I would rather have somebody <clears throat> tell me the truth than skirt away because they don't like confrontation. You know, I, I like hitting it head on and, and, and at least telling it how I see it. I may be 1000% wrong. You know, I've been wrong a ton. Okay. But at least I'll tell you how I feel, you know, and, but I, I think being coachable again, man, it's, man, if somebody's coachable, man, I can do wonders with them.
Yeah. I can show them how to, how to get to where they need to go if they'll be coachable and put in the time. Because, again, man, our business is it's not complicated. It, it's tough, but, but it's a very simple business if you really think about it. If you really dial it down and really are explaining this business to somebody, it's simple. But I think it gets into people's head. They overcomplicate it, you yeah. know. Yeah, I fully agree with that. I always remember this, Mina. There's ones, twos, and threes in the world. Mm-hmm. One, he's a winner. He's going to find a way to win. It don't matter what obstacle you put in front of him, he's going to go make it happen, period. A three, they're going to sit there and they're going to complain. They're going to figure out all the reasons that business ain't going to work. They'll tell you everything negative about what's going on. And then there are the twos. The twos are the ones that are coachable, teachable. They got the work ethic. So your career is how many twos you create and let them become a one and not let them drift and become a three. That's why plugging them into a system that's not a personality, but it's a system that helps train people, not a personality. I was going to ask what, how long, because like you said, with your time is important. How long, I guess everybody's different. Like I was different, other people are different. How long do you know before you're like, okay, I'm not gonna waste my time with this person anymore. Thirty He's days, man. If they're if they're not humping it after thirty days, you know they still got a shot. I mean, we're not gonna, you know, hey, can you? You're gone. You know, we're not gonna do that. But I think after thirty days, you'll find out how how somebody really is. They'll show you who they are. Yeah. If you yeah. just sit around and wait long enough, they'll show you who they are, based yeah. on their work ethic. Again, you can tell me all day long you want it. You can do this and do that and you know, come up and pontificate all these beautiful words. But if you're not working, they're just words. Yeah. I listened to this guy named Rene Rodriguez. He wrote a book called Amplify. Dude, he, he's he's one of the best, you know, psychologist sales guy I've ever just listened to him. He's got a great podcast. But he said the problem with, with sales meetings, like if you go to a sales training, he said the ones that are getting it done – the guys that are and girls that are selling at the highest level, he said, they don't say anything. They just sit back. He said, it's the ones that aren't doing shit that always have the suggestions, what you should be doing. He said, where it should be the opposite. You know, we do a daily coaching call, and we've had people that, that don't do anything that have a suggestion. Dude, I don't need your suggestions. You know, yeah. you're yeah. not doing nothing. When yeah. you start doing something, hey, I might listen to you if that's working, you know. Um, but but again, we're we're at that at that mindset now to where, you know, you can you can spot a fraud from a mile away. Yeah. You know, the scoreboard in our business matters every day. Yeah, and I feel like I'm starting to learn, catch on from you guys, because now I'm just like I think my time's valuable too. Like I'm I'm half your guys' age or 25, whatever. But I'm just like I'm at that point in my life. Like Nick said, I don't want to waste time. So I'm trying to figure out with um, the people I'm bringing in really how much time to give them. Um, I'm really not going too much into detail because we have a lot more resources. So that's why I asked you guys, excuse me, that question about how much time you really can put into somebody. Well, you spend so. time with people that deserve it, not people that need it. And there's a big difference. So someone who's needy, that needs your time, needy, 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 those are the ones, to Nick's point, the ones that ask all the questions, that they don't do anything. But the ones that are getting it done and then they're, you know, they've got failure and they're coming back with feedback, those are the ones that you want to spend time with because they deserve your time. Yeah. You know, respectfully, you know, it's like, I need eyeballs. I don't need ideas. Yeah. You know, this works. Like, yeah. if it, there's too many people that are successful in our model right now for you to try to tell me that it needs to change, for you to try to tell me, hey, why don't you try this? We need to do this. Okay. When you get to their level, then we can talk about your idea. Exactly. But what what would you tell somebody um, your guys' age that's trying to come into the business? Um, because, again, I think you hit on it. We spoke a couple of weeks ago. Um, there's like six points. You know, you're in a job or you have a kid, a house, or somebody your guys' age is working to pay the bills. What would be what would attract them to come over to do something like this? Somebody that's ready for a change. <clears throat> you know, somebody that's sick and tired of being sick and tired you know, and, and this willing to bet on themselves. It's tough for people at our age. I'm 44. You know, it's tough for people over that age of 35 to really take a chance because life's beat them down. You know, they got that mortgage. You know, they, they got kids. They may have went through a divorce. You know, they've had a lot of adversity happen, and, and they lose faith. You know, a kid, 
And think about a kid, man. When you were a kid, you dreamed of being what? Probably a pro basketball player at one time, right? You know, you dreamed. Don't ever lose that dreaming mentality. Always dream. Always have, uh, you know, those big goals of I can do this, man. Don't ever get away from that because, man, it can happen. You know, we underestimate, we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we drastically underestimate what we can do in a 10-year time frame. Dude, you're young. Imagine what 10 years of being consistent in this business will be by adding a person to your team once a month, right? What what will life look like down the road in 10 years? You know, so, but but people that are our age, man, it, it's life's, life's hit them. But here's the thing, if they would really wake up and realize it's not too late, it's never too late. I forgot who the guy was, man. It was, man, they were, they were, they were like, it was an actor. I mean, mm-hmm. his first big acting deal was like at 60. And he's like a big time famous actor now. You know, I mean, you, it, you never know what can happen, man, if you just believe in a dream and keep chasing after it. It's going to happen eventually. You know, yeah. JB was, we were talking the other day. He was like, man, we're just so close to this. We're so close. I was like, man, that's what it's about. That's yeah. what winning does. Yeah. You know, you get so close and then boom, you get kicked back. You get yeah. so close and then boom, you get kicked back. But man, I think it's just, it's all a setup constantly. It's just preparing you for that next level, yeah. right? We weren't ready for what was taking place right now three years ago. Hell, we weren't ready for it a year ago, right? But it's, it's, it prepares you along the way for what's to come, man. And like I said, you can learn every single day, you know, through successes and through failures. Yeah. And, and like as part, how do I put this in a question? What do you think you enjoy, enjoy the most? Um, and then also, I get this question a lot and I sit there and think about it. I don't really know how to answer it. I have people, what are the cons of this? And I'll sit there and just be like, there's no cons. I don't know, maybe investing into yourself, your own leads. Like, what would you guys say is the most enjoyable thing? And then I don't even think there, like I said, do you think there's cons? I don't think there's I, I think cons. a con would be it can be an expensive hobby if you're casual with it. Yeah. If, you, if you're very casual with it, you just buy a few leads and think you can book a handful of appointments and make 10 grand a month. I think it'd be a, a very expensive hobby because, you know, you'll, you'll, get, you'll get beat. Yeah. You know, but there's a threshold that when we teach it, you know, so many appointments a day equals X. It, there's a threshold. If you get past that threshold, man, it's you get into a whole new world. Yeah. Um, but but, you know, again, I could sit here I, and I believe so much in the business. And I love what you're saying is I don't know if there's any cons because you believe so much in the business. Yeah. You're almost brainwashed because you believe so much into it. And I think you need to brainwash yourself every day. You know, but I think you need to wake up every day and think yourself happy. Man, because life's tough, you know. Yeah. Wait till you have. Wait till you get married. Wait till you have kids. You know, you have you'll have so many more responsibilities. Things aren't going to go as planned, you know. But if you have that positive mindset every single day and and, and think yourself happy and and get a win early in the morning, whether it be go to the gym or, you know, there, there's a book people. It's called Making Up Your Bed. You know, it, it talks about getting a wins early in the morning. I don't make up my bed, you know. But, but, you know, I'm in a routine now where I go to the gym, have some successes early on in the morning, set the tone for the day, you know, so you can attack the day versus letting things come to you, you know, mm-hmm. having that woe is me and what, what's bad is going to happen today. You yeah. know what, what, you know what I got to do is just another day, you know, no, have an, have an attitude of, you know, I'm going to get some stuff done today. Yeah. For negatives. I don't, like I said, when you deal with the negative say in the business or just work or life or anything, um, I feel like us three, and I'm trying to put it into words. I rather I ask you guys because you guys are better putting stuff together than I am. So, like with a negative, I feel like we all deal with no's all the time. So it's kind of just like immune to it. You just keep going. But like, how do you guys deal with it? Any negative in your life or in the business? Because early on, it's it's gonna happen. It's always gonna happen. And it's just I don't know what would I tell my agents. I just tell them, keep your head up and just keep pushing. And what is some advice you would give them in, towards that? I think the cons in our business is you deal with people. <laughs> you know, yeah. people will fail yeah. you. You know, you're yeah. dealing with clients, you're dealing with agents. People will fail you. But, you you know, if you believe that you're not going to fail yourself. See, I get fulfillment out of – so, like, I coach Julius, my, my youngest son, in baseball. It's coach pitch. I mean, I'm having a blast because of what I went through with my older son. 
because their ceiling is so high. Like they're learning and being able to progress in baseball is so high right now versus like you go to the high school level, those kids ceiling, there's only so much more you're going to teach a high school kid to further in fundamentals, right? You just repetition and get them better at it. But like watching Julius progression, learning the game and all that, I get fulfillment out of progression. Same way with an agent, like watching you book your schedule up and then watching you now book your schedule up and fix your no-show rate. Then the progression of now you had a great week. Now, all right, I had a great month. Now I have, I'm on my way to sales manager. And I, I love watching progression with agents because I love people that don't have an insurance license. I love an athlete that says, hey, you mean to tell me I don't have to go work somewhere? Because when I walked across that stage, they didn't staple that $100,000 a year contract to go work for somebody when I got that degree. I'm over here trying to find a job and they're just not out there for me. I like watching that person progress because they're a clean slate and they have a higher ceiling in our business. It's just up to them to go work. Yeah. Favorite book or what book you're reading right now? Book I'm reading right now yes. called it's called The Standard by okay. Ben Newman. Okay. It's it's really good. Okay. Yeah, he's he's like a life coach. He's he's into athletics. He's Michigan State's life coach. He was uh Kansas State's life coach. Uh, he he spoke at Alabama several times. It, it's it's really good. Okay. Yeah. And JB, your favorite book? Favorite book? Mm-hmm. Whew. I or love book you're reading right now. The one I'm in right now yeah. is uh, Jason Derulo, 15 Rules of Life. I think it's 15 Rules of Life. Jason Derulo, I listened to a podcast he was on. I was listening to Ed Milet, and I'm like, man, you look at Jason Derulo, and you think he's just an artist and plays out music, but, man, his mindset, it's it's awesome. Yeah. 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 And Today Matters by John Maxwell. That's the book of the month that we're all into right now. Yeah. How easy is it? So a new agent. The steps, how easy is, it, easy is it for them to go through the course, get licensed, everything like that? It's simple. Yeah. It's not easy because everybody looks, your hard might be somebody's easy. My easy might be someone else's hard. It's simple. You just got to put your mindset to it that I, I'm going to get this done for myself. Yeah. Because the mindset is I get to get this done, I'm going to get this done, versus I have to do this, I got to. When you do that, that's negative. Like I have to make up my bed, I got to. Like, no. I get to make it my bed because I'm able to make it my bed. It's a sense of gratitude. It's a sense of thankfulness that I got up this morning. Yeah, because my biggest thing, I'm just trying to get, trying to tap into the younger people our age, just trying to get them going because I feel like our generation, nobody wants to work for anybody else and everybody's doing their own little business. So I'm like, you can use this as an avenue to do what you want. It's just like, how does it attract them? The lifestyle or your freedom type deal. So that's what I'm trying you, to you, you attract them by you keep winning. Yeah. That that's how you attract them. There's there's some magnet that takes place when you keep winning. Like when I built my business early on, dude, I wasn't I didn't know what the word recruit meant. You know, I didn't wasn't hiring nobody. Dude, I had people coming to me, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, because they 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 heard about it. There was no social media back in the day when, when we built our businesses and it exploded because they had individuals going out and winning. If you keep winning, I think it's easier now to win in business than it's ever been. Yeah. It, it really is. It's easier now to win in business than it's ever been. It's not saying it's easy as a whole, but it's easier than 20 years ago. You want to know why? Because of what you just said, there's so many lazy people out there. You know, they, they think that they can start this online business and make all this money. You know, it's easier now because if the right individuals will go to work, man, you're going to beat half the competition by just simply showing up, you know. So I think you just keep winning, man, and you keep developing yourself from a mindset standpoint, from a personal develop standpoint. Your, your communication is better than it was 60, 90 days ago. Yeah. And it's only going to get better because you, you read. Reading allows your communication to be better. It allows your perspective to broaden. And it allows the lens that you see things through to be different. You know, I don't see things now that I saw a year ago. It was completely different, you know. So it, it's a constant growth mindset. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was going to say, what what do you think is, if you were to be on a recruiting call, and somebody asks, ask you guys, what do you do? In just a few words, what would you say? How simple or 
not simple, simple. You know, how would you kind of explain it to them to kind of get them started? I'd just say I help families protect the worst day of their life. Yeah. And then that opens up the conversation. Well, what is that? Well, it's a life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. That way the family can keep the lifestyle they've grown accustomed to when the breadwinner passes away. Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, you? My, mine would be, hey, man, what we do, we do virtual life insurance sales. Average commission is five to six hundred dollars a pop. Average guy writes two of those a day. You know, we have three. We work three or four days a week. Um, you know, if you're looking for from a sales position, you know, you can you can sell and make really good money doing it. Yeah. But while I'm looking for people to partner out with and build a team, and I'll just see what they say then. When they say, yeah. what do you mean build a team? And then I'll have a, a completely different conversation with them, and I'll show yeah. them big picture. We got guys now that aren't even through insurance school that are bringing people on their team. And so like me and JB were talking today is the messaging that we're doing right now is is consistent right that's our message you know we not that we're shelving sales by any shape form of imagination because what we do is important so important i'm just looking for more outlets so we can help more families across the nation because we're way underinsured way underinsured in america i mean mm-hmm. I, you wouldn't believe the amount of people like we talk to that's the third every time day heard that, today. that don't have insurance yeah, yeah. like what are you going to do yeah like tomorrow, everybody's got an expiration date. What are you going to do if something happens? And so we're just looking for more outlets, just like Coke, Coca-Cola. You know, Coca-Cola, you know, when they first started, you know, they would, you know, bottle the Cokes and they'd sell them, right? And then they got into restaurants. You know, there's fountain drinks in, in restaurants. Then they put the machines outside the stores. Then they put the machines in businesses. They put the machines in schools. They just have more distribution outlets to, to sell Coke. That's all we're trying to do. We're just looking for more people to have more outlets to distribute our product. Yeah. And if you bring somebody on as a distribution outlet to sell life insurance, you get paid an override commission off what they do. You know, so yeah. I check their interest on that and just kind of explain that in a simple way. And if they're interested, man, you know, that way when they come on board, they know that our, our messaging is, man, it's team building. Yeah. It's team building, it's team building. We're not going to treat a, a sales guy or girl like a second-class citizen by no means. I mean, we parade them every day. You know, we we, we do a, a list of well, where people are at. But big picture, you know, from a business ownership standpoint is team building. Yeah, and like I was going to hit on that. My, um, I was talking to somebody yesterday about this as well. As far as athletes that played a college sport and now at the end they're looking at what's next – um, because they've been playing the sport their whole life. Um, and that's something I dealt with as well. My whole I played this whole basketball my whole life. After, I'm just like, now I got to go to real life. Do I really want to work nine to five for however much an hour? No matter how much work I put in, I'm still going to make that same amount. So my whole life is being flipped upside down. Um, so really when I was talking to somebody, it was just like that biggest, probably this, it was probably the biggest moment in my life of going from being a former athlete to doing something like this, it was an easy transition because when I go to work a nine to five, um, you know, you're, you're always capped, I guess you could call it. Um, so with this, you can do as much as you can. And that's why I feel like athletes are really well in this business. And I try to bring them on as much as I can, but, um, like a lot of people, mental health went up and athletes, a lot of, they get depressed after their sport, even after like careers like um professional sports because they don't know what to do next really so um that's something why i want to bring in more athletes as well into this business so because you think about it they're used to competing and then when you go out in life you're getting beat up and you can't compete you can't win it's because you're doing the same old same old redundancy yeah so they're used to competing now it's like oh no the game of life is just beating me up that's why they're going to depression yeah. But you said it best as said when I've talked to somebody. When you talk to somebody, Mina, does your belief level in the business not even go up more every time you talk to somebody? Why is that? Because you start seeing it bigger and bigger picture every time you talk to somebody about the business. Because yeah. you're excited about it. So every time I talk to somebody, I open my eyes up even more. I'm like, wow, we do got a great opportunity. Yeah. And I'm not trying to bash Walmart or anything. Every time I go into Walmart, I just feel like you just feel it like these people are just not happy 
very tired, just got out of work, working 60 hours a week. And it's just like, that's very fortunate to be in this position to be doing something like this. I saw a stat recently that said over 65% of employees are not happy with their jobs. That's insane. 65%. Now, I don't know if that's inflated or what, but I mean, let's just say it's the truth. Six and a half out of 10 people are not happy with their jobs. I couldn't imagine, you know, life is tough enough, you know, uh, like when I'm winning in this business, if I have a good day, man, I go home, I'm a better dad. I'm in a better mood. If I have a great week, we have a great month, you know, it's, you, it, it puts you in a better, uh, you know, attitude with everybody, you know? So, uh, and that's not to say that I don't have tough days as well. You know, you go home and you're not the best, but man, I can't imagine something that I was miserable doing. You know, somebody asked me, have you ever thought about, you know, quitting insurance? I've never thought about quitting insurance. Almost, I've never thought about I, quitting and getting out of this business, you know, because I knew, and I was going to tell you this, dude, you're ruined. Like, you'll never be able to do anything else outside of this business. You know, you may start a second or third business from a cash flow standpoint, but this business will ruin you because where can you go and have the lifestyle that you have and make the kind of money that you're making right now? Yeah. Did you have to put in a pink slip when you went on that cruise and tell us you were going on vacation? <laughs> no, I didn't want to go. Okay, I had to go. You guys are telling me just take a break. You got to take a break. You went hard. But no, I didn't. I just got up and left. Yeah. So you don't have X amount of days left over that you can take off the rest of the year? Not at all. And that's what I'm saying. Like, therapists are in business because of those nine to fives. And I'm not trying to bash people that work nine to fives. That's their job, of course. A lot of people love it. But I'm just, I could never see. I just couldn't imagine it. It's and insane. it's fit for certain people. Like my wife could never do what we do. You know, yeah. she's she's a nurse. She she's an employee and she loves she it. She loves it. Yeah, yeah, she loves it. I mean that's not I'm just saying she's you a thirty five percenter. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying for for me and, and so so we're talking about ex ex college athletes, you know, um it's a great opportunity for them to come in and compete. And, and and win you, you really can win it how and, and again man guys your age they're looking for something they're looking for another opportunity they're looking they may already have started a career may be miserable i've been we have a um we sent a lot of instagram messages to, to college athletes and some of them are in sales and some of them are looking for a change you know what i love about our business mina is recession proof like alcohol tobacco funeral homes and insurance Dude, anytime the recession is hit, it's never affected our business. Matter of fact, it goes up because we have guys and gals that are in industries that get squeezed where they're not making as much money as they made before or they get or they lose their job, right? And then they come on board. So that's why our business increased is because you know we had more outlets for people to sell insurance with. So, yeah, man, it's it's um where is this only the beginning? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I got as many athletes as I can. I'm trying to build a all my former teammates, everybody. Because like, that's not to say a non-athlete, yeah, of course, wouldn't be successful in this business. I mean, we got yeah. a girl in our office that was a CNA. Yeah, you know, making a thousand dollars a month, and look what she's doing now. You know, yeah. it, it you, you can take the average Joe, and you can show them another opportunity you can show them a whole new world and you never know what that person can do mm-hmm. you know just yeah. some, sometimes somebody just wants a shot give me a chance and they're not going out and asking for it but like i said the right message to the right person is is something that is a lot to be said for so keep sharing that message keep winning keep talking to people about it look for the no look for the no let them tell you no i'm not interested you know but man, you'll hit that right person, and that right person can lead you to twenty more people. Yeah, I really do appreciate your time. I know it's valuable. I really do appreciate it. So. Yeah.